December 25th, 2018. It was our first Christmas in our new million dollar home. I checked all the boxes that promised me real freedom. I had a booming business, reaping fans, money, assets. And yeah, I was still sitting there on the couch pretending that I was watching that Christmas movie with my family while I was choking down the poison of anxiety. I still felt like that desperate kid who would take her clothes off for money. The kid who nearly overdosed to try to prove her worth to her friends. The kid that got pregnant at 19. I felt stuck. Like I was stuck in the sands of time. I did all the right things. All the things that promised me freedom. And it didn't add up. I realized a few things. I was still checking someone else's box. This was going to be an inside job. And... I would do whatever it took to never feel that way again. Consider this podcast the rebranded, revamped, cool-ass version of Alternative School. Alternative School for the unruly entrepreneur. This is for the innovators, the creators, the world changers, the service-minded, and those who want the details on how to create a business that really truly finally fucking sets you free. I'm your host, Andrea Crowder, and welcome to the Unruly Entrepreneur Podcast. Let's go to the show. Totally random podcast, but I just did an RRT session on myself because I was feeling a little bit of stress around the thought of it's not going to work for me, which I clear from my clients all the time. And it's been a really long time since that thought has occurred to me. And I was like, oh, interesting. Like, why all of a sudden? And am, am I thinking something isn't going to work for me? And so um, I did a little RRT session on myself. And an event that my mind showed me around this was uh, when I was trying to learn how to ride my bike. And I was like, it's so funny how such seemingly simple things can like come up and and mine thinks that things are similar are the same. So somebody that has PTSD that's been in a war comes home and it's 4th of July and mine thinks firework is a bomb, right? And so like that's an extreme example, but anything that it it pairs as similar is the same. And it's like, it's like a... It's like mind kind of like the ground shakes a little bit. It's like little earthquake, little earthquake. This is the same as that last little earthquake. And so sometimes we can have stress around things that shouldn't otherwise be all that stressful. It's like, oh, whatever. It's like, I just started this. Of course, it takes a little bit of time to like build up some steam for it to go well, et cetera, et cetera, especially when you're like launching or selling or something, right? And so it brought me back to that memory of when I was learning how to ride my bike and I fell and I can literally like see the picture of me like falling over on the grass. P.S. I was trying to learn how to ride my bike on (laughs) lumpy grass, right? (laughs) So I wasn't even like starting off with optimal conditions. Um, (laughs) So I showed my mind events of like, of course it didn't go well and then all of a sudden it's good. I'm doing it. It's 
been done. And so I showed my mind events that have occurred since then of like me riding my bike and me also learning other new skills. And then I remembered the satisfaction of the learner's journey. And I started feeling and appreciating the satisfaction of being new at something and it being really challenging. And then all of a sudden you get it for the first time and you're like, shit, I got it. But like, you're kind of okay at it. Kind of like my journey with RRT, like, oh shit, I don't really know what I'm doing here. I was kind of okay at it. I got like a couple things right. There were some things that didn't go so great at first. And I'm still on that learner's journey with it. Where like last week I had two back-to-back sessions and the first session I was like, fuck, I'm so good at this. Like I felt like Rocky (laughs) winning a fucking championship. And the next one I'm like, shit, shit, shit. (laughs) What do I do next? (laughs) And I had this moment of like, oh my gosh, is this going to be the time where like, I don't know what the next step is. And like, luckily it, it came to me, but that was a harder session. I was more challenged in it. And um, I think that we can use those moments as such a beautiful resource for ourselves when we when we're at the beginning of something or we're doing something new or we're doing something for the first time. Maybe it's not even new, but it's like we're doing this differently this time like this. Um, or you're like, launching one program and that goes really well. And then you launch another program and it's like, chirp, (laughs) cricket, (laughs) right? And so I showed my mind lots of examples, even in sales last year, we did a um, Black Friday sale and it tanked. It was like, it tanked. (laughs) I think we had like two sales or something. And like, you know, we had done hundreds of WAP sales before that. So, um, where I, I was like, my audience does not give a fuck about Black Friday. So like that was the lesson that I gained from it. But like even now in business, last year we had a $1.2 million year and this year we're on track to far exceed that. And I'm still having moments where it's like, you think it's always going to work and then it doesn't or it's slow and you have to tweak it. And it's like, damn, I'm still on this learner's journey. I'm still in like beginners, intermediate and advanced. And sometimes that changes per day based off of like what I'm approaching, how I'm approaching it, like the the energy that I'm being met with, um, you know, externally based off of like who's watching my stories, who's who's on social um, What's happening like in astrology? Are we in eclipse season? Um, is it a retrograde? Stuff like, right? Like there's just always something. And so I went back into a state of curiosity of like, oh, where am I on this learner's journey right now? And how can I remember that I actually really do love this process? And that on the other side of something not working, once we test and we tweak and we finally hit that sweet spot and things are moving again and things are working, it feels actually almost better as as if like if it had just worked right away, it would be like, cool, yeah, great, amazing. But when it doesn't work right away and you have to tweak it and you have to put a little bit of like extra intention and creativity into it and then it works, it's like even more satisfying, right? So sometimes in that um, 
sometimes in that opposition, sometimes in that conflict on the other side of that is a sweetness. You know, think about it like in a relationship. You're in a relationship with a lover and you have this conflict between you. You get mad, you have a fight, and then you come back together and you talk about it. And on the other side of um, settling that conflict is a deeper intimacy, right? It's like, oh, you just feel closer, Isn't that kind of true in our relationship with business? Isn't that kind of true in our relationship with technology? Isn't that kind of true in our relationship with anything? Driving, (laughs) Um, cartwheels when we're little. My niece is five and I'm like, dang, I can't even believe how good you are at your cartwheels compared to when I saw you just six months ago. She was doing cartwheels through the mall and I was like, holy shit, that was a legit fucking cartwheel, right? Watching her and her learner's journey as kids, it means nothing. So we're not really like, we kind of expect that we're going to suck at it. And so our expectation is fairly low. Therefore we meet it. And then we're not upset that it wasn't like a flawless, like, you know, gold standard that you would expect at the Olympics when we were five. We're like, oh, that was weird and uncomfortable. And let me just try again and try again and try again. We kind of get out of that like practice learner's mindset when we're adults and we think we we do one thing, we apply it with intentionality and effort, especially if it's something we've done before and it worked well last time, and then it's not working this time, all of a sudden meaning gets attached. It's never going to work for me again. If it doesn't work for me now, this must be the end of the road for me. Oh my gosh, I've thought that so many times in my career. As an entrepreneur, if I if I hit a little bit of opposition or conflict, the thought has occurred to me like, what if I never make another penny in business again? <laughs> I remember saying that to one of my best friends in like 2021. Not that long ago, it's 2023. I remember thinking like, is this the end of the road for me? Because a launch wasn't working how I wanted it to. And then in 2022, we did 1.2 million. And this year we've done like 560 something thousand cash just in the first four months. And like, even now I had that thought for a moment of, is this the end of the road for me? This time I could laugh at it. I'm like... Oh my God, at least I know what to do with this. And as soon as I transformed that, alchemized it, cleared it, um, moved through it, I was like, I have to record a podcast and tell people what just happened to me because I'm a human being. You're a human being. We have... We have a mind where thoughts occur to us, but those thoughts aren't who we are. There's something that we experience. There's something that sometimes we feel sensations around, but they're not identity and they certainly are not facts, right? And so I immediately went to go transform that. And I'm so grateful for the skill set that I have to be able to do that, which is why I wanted to record this for you guys and kind of take you through the step-by-step process of me showing, like showing examples, just closing my eyes and, and remembering, just remembering moments where I was like a learner and like something wasn't going well. And on the other side of it's like, we got it. It worked. Yes. Okay. And we're back. (laughs) And I have a lifetime of evidence showing that. So this is why I'm going to like harp on you guys until the day I die, like fuck faith, (laughs) look for the evidence, 
fuck faith. Look for that. Faith is just too, like, I understand the value and like connecting to the divine and like holding faith in, in the miraculous. And there is space and beauty for that. If that gives you strength, I think that that's the nuance here that's really significant to share with you guys is if that faith increases strength in your body, great, tap into faith. If that faith still is um, subtly laced with fear, fuck it. (laughs) Know that God is like powering it all. Know that God is like smiling down and like the same way that we look at our kids when they're frustrated and they're like, I'm not going to get it. (laughs) And we're just smiling at them because we know they will. Like God is watching us in our um, experiment almost, like our life experiment and experience and just looking down and smiling. I feel like, like that's how that thought feels useful to me where it's just like, my sweet child, (laughs) you're so dramatic today. The same way that I would look at my five-year-old niece when she's like not getting something and she's like, I need help. Right. And I'm just like, my sweet, my sweet little darling, you're going to get it. And how many times do we know better that like, it's actually the most useful to let that child struggle so they can see their strength, so they can learn perseverance, so they can learn resourcefulness, so they can learn strategic thinking, so they can learn looking for the evidence, looking for proof, remembering who they are. So do I think that like God is going to like save me? No, I think God is holding the vision for me. I think God sees on the other side. I think God already knows the outcome. I think God is smiling at me. I think God knows who I am. I think God knows my essence. Even when I forget God, the universe source, like whatever word, like higher power, omnipresent, whatever resonates with you, it doesn't really matter. I think probably the majority of my community has some sort of like faith and you just describe it how you describe it. Um, but like, that's what feels resonant with me. And so like, I, I, I bring that up because this word, word faith, I think sometimes requires, um, requires like faux energy, It's like, okay, I'm going to be faithful, but like you're spending so much energy in the abstractness of faith versus saying like, I have faith because I've already been brought through this so many times. I've already been in the void. I've already been a beginner. I've already been in struggle. And I've come out on the other side 100% of the time. I can guarantee that right now because you have a heartbeat. So what is it that you are struggling through where you feel like it's just not going to work for me and look for the evidence, close your eyes and just see it. Where has this already occurred and where can you remember and feel actually thankful for the, um, the struggle or the conflict? Because on the other side of it was like, 
more intimacy, more, more intimacy in overcoming a struggle in a relationship, more power and excitement and confidence in overcoming a struggle in your business. And if it feels like I'm just never going to get there, just shorten the goal, bring the goal back much, much closer to you. The goal's feeling too big then and just shorten it until it's something that's far enough to where it's interesting to try, but close enough to where you know you're going to get it. If you're like, okay, I'm trying to have a $10,000 launch or earn my first $1,000 or have my first $100,000 a month or do my first million dollar a month, it doesn't matter. Like, Where can you make the goal small enough to where you can get it close enough and you can actually see impact towards it? So... An example of this would be, I like to use my concept of like stacking. And um, so like financially, if you're like, if I'm trying to get to a thousand dollar month or a thousand dollar day or whatever, where have you seen impact? So if you, if you made a $38 sale, if you made a $102 sale, don't focus on how far you are, focus on how far you've come. Okay. $38 is in. Okay. $112 in. Okay. $202 is in. Okay. And just focus on those little things. And it's like, it's in, it's in, it's in, it's in. Okay. I got this. Look for that evidence where you can start to create power of like, okay, I'm seeing it. And if you haven't like made your first dollar, look for a different version of evidence. Look for like one person reached out and they had a question. This one person liked my post. Okay, one like is in, two likes is in, three likes is in, one email address has subscribed, two email addresses have subscribed. Where's the evidence that's showing like, okay, I'm, a, and then even celebrate, you're like, damn, I'm a beginner. I'm a beginner and I can see movement damn, I'm a beginner today. (laughs) I'm not a beginner, but I kind of felt like a beginner for a little bit today. Damn, I'm a beginner today. Look, I can see movement. Look how fast I got this done. Look how fast I got that email written. Look how fast one sale came in. Look how fast, blah, blah, blah. Like, look how fast I'm building evidence, reminding myself that like it's on the other side of me feeling like a beginner for a moment. I'm going to feel this like champion energy of like, I was challenged today. I actually had to work for it a little bit today. I had to intend. I had to tweak. I had to realign my energy. I had to um, cause more power into my body. I had to adjust my way of thinking like, dang, I worked a little bit for this human experience today. (laughs) Where have we been coasting a little bit? And it's like, "Mm, I actually worked for my success today. That part never ever changes. It doesn't ever change. So that's all I want to share with you guys. This literally just happened. I literally just did this RT session on myself and I was like, oh, I see. (laughs) And then as soon as I I had that clarity, I was like, oh God, I got to go record something right now for you guys because I'm sure I'm not the only person going through this. So I love you guys. Don't forget that um, the wait list has opened for my new program, Amore Money. So Amore Money is where we're going to work on like falling in love with the details of your money. So you know, my um, other program, WAP Wealth Alignment Patterns is all on unconscious reprogramming. You lean back. I do that work. I adjust how you feel emotionally around having holding a 
and investing wealth. If that feels like more your jam, link below. You guys can check out that program. It's evergreen. You guys can access it anytime as all my programs are evergreen. I don't do unique launches. You guys can access them whenever you guys want to. Um, But this program is going to be a little bit more in the details of like... um, what numbers I'm tracking, how I'm tracking them, how I'm causing them to grow a little bit of, not a little bit, like we are going to do some RRT in it. If there's like this fear around even looking at your numbers, we did that in WAP, but I'm going to do this in this program too, um, where I clear the fear of looking at the numbers for you guys so that that doesn't feel like resistance when we're even beginning to do the work. And then Imagine, think about when you fall in love for the first time. If you've ever fallen in love for the first time with anything, like it could be a piece of furniture. It could be a a person. It doesn't matter. It could be your child. It could be a niece. It could be whatever, like loving your, a parent or grandparent or whatever. Notice how when you have genuine, pure love, how you fall in love with the little details, even details that maybe society say, would say would be like flawed or not optimal. Wrinkles, for example. I don't know. I looked at like I look at my grandma's wrinkles and I'm like, she's just so beautiful. Like the wisdom, the life experience, the um, the less fucks that you start to give as you age, like is all wrapped up into those wrinkles. The laughs that I have with her, the funny little inside jokes, like my grandma is probably one of my favorite humans on the planet. So like, I'm so in love with her details and that's a more money. We fall in love with the details to where our money actually feels like almost like protection. It's like, I feel so loved and protected by my grandmother. I feel loved and protected when I'm in a a healthy relationship with a man. I feel loved and protected by my car, actually. (laughs) I love the details of my car. It's so beautifully built and, and, um, and has really nourished me. And so I want, more money is about being in those details and it feeling like love and protection and you feel this like nourishment, like you want to move inward. And so that's the intention behind this program. If you guys are um, wanting to get on the wait list or um, grab, depending on when this episode comes out, it might even be you would already be grabbing um, the program. But that would be something. Check the link in the bio. I would love to have you guys participate in this first round of Amore Money. And um, let's fall in love with the details around something that actually can create a tremendous amount of power and protection in our life. And I would love to alchemize that um, that knee-jerk reaction of kind of wanting to avoid or run. This program is about clearing that um, clearing that reaction to want to avoid and transforming that desire into wanting to lean in and to wanting to love the details. 